Welcome to the Closing Culture Podcast. I am your host, Sean Slaughter, real estate agent and investor. This real estate podcast goes on top of the roof, behind the wall, and under the flow to show you how real estate really works. You know, many people, when they are purchasing a home and they get a real estate agent, because real estate agents aren't people that you work with on an everyday basis, they really don't know the difference between a real good estate. They really don't know the difference between a real real estate agent. They really don't know the difference between a good real estate agent and a bad one. One that is providing a lot of value and one that really is not doing their job. So many times people work with an agent and after that transaction, I'll talk to them about their experience and they'll tell me certain things that they don't even know that agent should not be doing or that agent was not providing you value. And so what I want to do for you today, home buyers and home sellers, is I want to list five ways that your real estate agent should be providing extraordinary value to you. Let's get into it. Number one, your agent should be early for their appointments with you. All right. Showing up five to 10 minutes early. Now, why is this so important? Real estate agents are many businesses. They're businesses, right? They should be operating as businesses is pretty much what I'm trying to say. And if your agent is showing up late, it is a telltale sign of how they organize their business or what kind of systems or lack of systems that they have for their business. When doing a real estate transaction, there's so many things that you have to, you know, keep organized and be reminded of, and they should have software, calendars, CRMs, different things that basically organize their day. And many real estate agents don't have that stuff. They're kind of going by the seat of their pants. They have things written on little pieces of paper. And so if they show up late, it basically means that they did not time. If they show up, so if they show up late, it basically means they did not put in the time, effort, or systems to make sure that the appointment with you was planned, that they were prepared. So they, I guarantee you, if you have somebody showing up late continually, they're not prepared for that appointment. They're pretty much freestyling that appointment. They may not be as knowledgeable. They may not have the answers to your questions. So being early shows that they value your time and that they're a professional. So look out for that. Number two, you want a real estate agent that is patient. All right. You know, you don't do these transactions all the time. Many people in their lifetime buy and sell one, two, maybe three houses in a lifetime. While most real estate agents like myself are doing 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 transactions a year. And so when a real estate agent is working with you, they should have this in mind that you may be nervous, you may be fearful, you may be unsure. And that's going to take a level of patience on their part to make you feel like, look, I'm not going to rush you. I know that you don't know everything and that's okay. 
I'm here to guide you. I'm patient. And, you know, it's funny. I have clients, you know, uh, uh, buyers were looking for houses and, you know, they, I, I always tell my buyers, I say, look, make a list of your top priorities, your middle priorities, medium priorities, and your low priorities. And we're going to try to find houses that check off the boxes on the majority of your top priorities. That's our goal. If we can get some medium priorities, that's even a plus. And if we can get some of the low priorities, that's even better. But this is about you and I want to be patient. And so sometimes it takes time to find homes and they'll apologize to me. You know, we've gone and seen 20 houses already over a couple of weeks. And they're like, we're so, I'm so sorry. I'm just picky. And I'm like, you should be picky. You know, you should take your time. This is a big purchase. That's the type of agent that you want. If the agent is trying to rush you, they're being impatient. They don't like your questions. This is a big thing. Agent, you feel like your agent is annoyed with your questions. Run, run as fast as you can. All right. Uh, because you should be able to ask as many questions as you want to. And that agent should have the patience to listen and answer them. Number three, your agent should be a coach. For several areas of the transaction, there are so many things that are happening from your lender to the title company to, uh, you know, what's happening with the seller and the sellers, uh, the listing and the listing agent um, or the buyer or whatever side of the transaction that the agent's on. Your agent should be coaching you and giving you advice along the way. Sometimes the coaching is based on what's happening. Here's what this means. You know, here's how this typically works. Other times, and many times, my clients are coming to me to like make real decisions and they just need somebody to bounce it off, off of, right? I had a client that wanted a two-story house and um, she wanted this two-story house for a particular reason. She didn't like when, you know, she cooked things in the kitchen. She didn't like those smells to be in her bedroom. And the one thing that you have to understand as a buyer or as a seller, your particular needs are not weird. They're important. And your agent should make you feel like they're important. So she said, I want a two-story house just to separate the smell from the kitchen from the bedrooms. So we were looking at some listings and she wanted to go see a ranch house. And we hadn't kind of had that priority conversation yet. So I said, let me ask you a question. Why do you like this house? She said, it's okay. You know, it looks really, really nice, really nice floors, really nice. I said, but what's really important to you? You said you want a two-story house. Tell me, why do you want a two-story house? Do you want, you know, some buyers like the separation, you know, their kids upstairs while they could be downstairs, um, you know, things like that. And she said, she told me about, you know, I don't want smells from my kitchen being in my bedrooms. And I said, well, that's a top priority for you. So why would you settle on a ranch that looks really, really nice, but every time you cook, you're going to be upset because your clothes stink in your bedroom. And I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to scratch the ranch homes. We're going to look just for two-story two homes. Because when you find the home that you want and it has that particular thing that's really important to you, that's what's going to make you happy. And she was very appreciative of that. She was like, thank you so much. Um, and those are the kind of questions that you know, 
clients ask. Those are the kind of questions you should be asking your realtor, letting them know not just questions, but your priorities. And they should be open to coaching you on those priorities. What they should not be doing is trying to steer you away from things that you want. They should only be They should only steer you away if you're asking for something that may not fit your price range. For instance, if somebody has a budget of $200,000 and they want a five bedroom, four bathroom with a pool, then it's like, hey, look, (laughs) you know, you got to be realistic. Hey, look, um, those houses uh, haven't been priced like that since the 50s. So we're going to have to be a little more realistic. But many times clients have realistic things that they want. And your realtor should be coaching you through those things. Number four, here's a major, 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 major thing. Be kind. People do not like jerks. I don't like jerks and you don't like jerks. And, you know, your real estate agent should be a very kind, warm person. Don't get fooled. By those real estate agent shows where, you know, you're watching the realtors and, and, you know, They're like, I'm a boss, so I can act like this, and I can act nasty, and I can act mean. No, 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 no. You want an agent that is not only kind to you, kind to your spouse, kind to your children, or whatever family members that are uh, involved in that transaction, but you also want them to be able to work well with the other agent, all right? Have good business relationships. Here's the one thing I want you guys to know. If your agent is a jerk to the other agent or is not working well with them, I'm not saying that they're not going to be tense moments of negotiation because your agent is fighting for you and that agent is fighting for their client. So there will be tense moments of negotiation and working things out and all that type stuff. But your agent can actually lose you a deal. If you see a house that you want and your agent is known as a jerk in the agent community and they submit an offer for you and that listing agent gets your offer, but sees your agent on there and they don't like your agent, they'll tell their client, look, this is a pretty good offer, but the next 30 to 45 days are going to be hell if we work with this person. So I would advise you to take this offer for better working experience. That happens. So you want somebody who is not a jerk, but who is a kind person, professional and kind. Lastly, your agent should be a giver. Here's the reality. I know you felt the way that I felt prior to um, becoming an agent. I felt like agents were just in it for the money and they were just using me to get a check. If you get an agent that is willing to give of their time, give of their knowledge. I remember uh, hearing a story about an agent who was complaining, you know, saying she turned her phone off after seven and, you know, uh, she submitted an offer for her client and the client was just kind of following up after a couple of days to see if the offer got accepted. And she told her, you know, to calm down. And, And just the way that this agent was talking to her client was so disrespectful and unprofessional. And you can tell that that agent was not a giver. That agent basically was, you know, in the transaction to make money, but did not want to give up her time or give up her effort or even give up her uh, money. 
you know, like buying a gift, you know, for your client. Um, many times I'll buy uh, home warranties for my client, $500 home warranties for my client. At closing, I'll get my client a gift. Um, depending on the transaction, you know, for bigger transactions, I've bought my clients. Uh, I remember buying a client. It was uh, one of those um, Dyson fans. They kind of they, they stand up pretty high uh, and they're a fan and they clean the air. And, you know, those things are like 700 bucks. Uh, but, you know, this client bought a pretty expensive home and I really appreciated working with them. Um, and I've done that for several of my clients, not bought Dyson's, but I've spent money. I remember a uh, one of my friends telling me how her agent did three transactions with them, like sold their first house, helped them get to their second house, then sold their second house and helped them get their final and dream house. And he bought them um, like a fire pit. He bought them a, uh, a, a set like for the deck you know, sofa and chair set for the deck. And, um, you know, she was bragging on him. We were at like a party and she knew I was an agent. She was just bragging on him. That is what you want to do for your agent. You want to brag on your agent because your agent provided a wonderful experience. Your agent fought for you. Your agent kept you um, in the loop, but also your agent was a giver of their time, of gifts, of their knowledge, of their ear, like just to listen to you, right? Because sometimes, you know, I've had clients that just wanted to vent because things were going wrong. I've, I've done some divorces and sometimes your clients just want to vent. They're just upset, <laughs> you know, that things are happening and things are going on. And so um, this is the type of agent that you want. If your agent is doing these five things, you've got a good one. Please be sure to follow me on at Sean Slaughter Home. That's at Sean Slaughter Home on IG. This is Closing Culture. Be good to yourself and to someone else as well. Peace.